You're listening to the Seven Transformations podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the Seven Transformations.com. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast where I share my life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining me. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Thank you for supporting the show and listening to it. It has grown quite a bit in the last six months that I've started it. It's actually been about exactly six months. I started this January 7th, I think, or maybe around that time. But anyway, I started with, I think, maybe eight downloads here and there per episode. And I just checked the other day and I'm at about 200 per episode. So thank you so much, everybody who's been listening to this show and supporting it. I really, really appreciate you so much. It's such an uh, an opportunity to share your platform and, and your beliefs with other people. And especially when you see that it is something that they enjoy, that it contributes to their life. So that's that's really cool. I've had a chance actually to be interviewed lately on a lot of different podcasts. And even the other day, I was on a radio station and they were asking me about the things I do and I believe in. And it's really cool. You know, whenever we have a chance to express ourselves, it is a very valuable opportunity, whether that's talking to a friend or uh, something like this, making an episode about an idea you have and you get to share it with other people. So thank you so much. Just thought I'd open that up with a little gratitude. And today I wanted to introduce you to a concept that I am developing. I'm creating some workshops in my life here in Arizona and Phoenix that have to deal with empowerment, which is basically this concept of how do we navigate situations and, and decisions in our lives, relationships in a way that is effective and it keeps us basically vibrating at a higher level. And you can relate to it as happiness, success. I like to use the word empowerment because empowerment is a very black and white way to look at all of the variety of different responses that we can have. You know, you look at, for example, an emotion like, I don't know, let's say happiness. And there's so many different words that we can use for that range. You know, sometimes you might be content. Sometimes you might be elated, joyful. You know, there's a lot of different things. And it's easy to get lost in, uh, you know, the the converse of that, which is, you know, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, whatever. There's so many different ways that we qualify our emotions. And empowerment is a great tool because there is, you know, it's black and white. It's either the power is on or the power is off. It's like a light switch. And although there is, you know, like maybe you can imagine a dimmer switch in the sense that there's, there's variety there about what kind of emotion it is, uh, it works like a light switch. And why that's useful is when you understand how you are losing power in a situation, in a decision, in a relationship of some kind, you can pinpoint, this is the system that I'm trying to create, which I call spiritual plumbing, and I'll explain a little bit why I call it that strange term, but it actually makes pretty good sense. You can navigate those situations and pinpoint where you're losing power through an intuitive system and, and take the action to, to move forward and to remedy 
that situation, to bring yourself back to power. Because ultimately, the thing that's most important that keeps us moving forward is the future. You have to have a future that you're living into, as they say. You know, we have a blessing and a curse with our brains because we live, we exist in a very expansive range of time. We exist in the past that's like way back there. We we exist in the future with our goals and ambitions and, and worries, you know, and that's just part of humanity. It's never going away. You're always going to have those things happening. You know, it's it's not like a dog that just whatever it is right now, that's reality, you know, and, you know, and that's, that's great. But also there's beautiful things to the future and the past as well. The past isn't riddled with problems. It's full of your memories. It's full of your your lessons. You know, it helps you move forward and learn. And the future is exciting. It, it makes the present also exciting when you have something to look forward to. So whenever there's a situation that disempowers you, that takes away your power in some way, and we can look a little bit at that uh, in the next couple of episodes. On, on Mondays, for the next couple episodes, I want to release some content regarding this idea of spiritual plumbing. So today I'll introduce you to a few things and then, you know, every Monday we'll, uh, probably for the next two or three weeks or something, we'll look at that stuff. But, you know, when you're losing power, you, you can take a look at that and say, okay, what actions, after you go through a, a, an awareness process, what actions can I do to fill this? And it's, I call it spiritual plumbing because it's it's a very intuitive way to look at how power goes through your body. I, I use these, the domains you're going to hear today, what is all that based on? So this structure that I'm creating is called The Seven Transformations. That's what this podcast, the title of it is. There's a book that I'm writing, you know, and what these are are regular domains of life that we all struggle with and that you are continually working on. This is not like something that, okay, I, I mastered this area and boom, now I'm enlightened. It's a, it's an ongoing thing. And even though you're learning and improving, there's always a new challenge to be had in that area. Certainly I can relate uh, in, in this respect. So when we look at the seven transformations and what is it, it's based on the seven chakras. And if you are totally unfamiliar with that, these are an ancient thing. This is nothing new. They are energy points on the body that are coming from the Eastern tradition that basically rule a given area of your life. So, for example, you have seven of them. You have an, an energy point, you know, at the very base of your spine that rules your, you know, sense of safety and all these primal needs. Uh, same thing with your energy center around your reproductive organs. You know, that's your creative energy. You know, that's where you know you you have your connections with other people your sexuality all these types of things and it just moves up you know you have one around your heart which is related to your relationship to risk and being open as well as being too open and setting enough boundaries you know so there is nothing necessarily new about this if you think about for example maslow's pyramid of human needs you've got you know basic safety and security, then you have, you know, sex and food, and then you have, you know, social recognition, and then you have, like, life purpose at the top. So, this hierarchical thinking of human needs or, or areas of our life that are important is nothing new. It's not even new to the chakras. It's just been around for a while. Even our brains, if you look at our brains, this is another thing that I use in the workshop to explain these things, is that your brain, and this is a good way for 
me to understand it too. I, I really love this, so I'm sharing it. I, you have three brains that you operate on, believe it or not. So you have, you have your lizard brain, which is this tiny little part of the brain that's super ancient and it rules your fight or flight response. It, it generates your fear. You know, it's, it's concerned with, with these primal things like safety and, and survival. Of course, over the time of our evolution, we also, you know, became mammals and things like that. And then you have your limbic brain, which is, you know, your mammals, your social mammals like chimpanzees and primates and things like that. You know, we evolved in groups. So we evolved these things like social recognition, connections, and, and also the, the negative of that, you know, things like shame and guilt and in doubt or whatever you know these types of you know social based emotions where we feel disconnected from the group or we feel alone or we feel we don't belong those types of things those are from our mammal brain they're a little more complex emotions and then you have your top brain which is the newest part of our brain evolutionarily speaking and that's your uh, neocortex you know it's your it's your your human brain and that is very complicated because it rules language and how we make meaning and how you know we diversify different experiences i mean if you if you have heard about that dictionary i think it's called the dictionary of obscure sorrows it's really a funny book it's interesting this guy basically put new words to all kinds of obscure experiences you know like the the sadness of a future that may not happen or something like that like something super obscure but i bring that up because it it really points to the the complexity of our brains and as you move up the evolutionary chain especially with human beings our range of responses to things is very very wide you know and that's why it's important to have a system that you can easily get yourself back to balance get yourself back to power something that allows you to work because you know especially with emotions like the one we just described from that obscure sorrows thing it's very easy to get lost in that stuff and to try to explain it and figure it out and, and you spin around and you just waste your time and your creative potential. So so let's say you have those seven energy centers, you know, and if you can imagine that they're all stacked up on one on top of each other, each have their place, and there is a flow between them. This is a pipe, right? So you can think of it as a pipe that allows energy through. And why I call it spiritual plumbing is because we want to keep that pipe clean. And obviously it's not a real pipe, but it's an energetical or spiritual pipe that when you are aligned and when you are free and clear, you are happy, you are successful, you are generating your life, you are creating, you know, all these things that we want. And that's, you know, that's what really it's about. It's about keeping that in alignment. Your pipe, you know, I say spiritual plumbing because a pipe can either get clogged up or it can spring a leak. That's the only two things that can happen, generally speaking. So if it springs a leak, that means that energy's you know moving outward. It is is pouring out. Just imagine you know a pipe just you know springing a leak. The other thing that can happen is it can also start to build up stuff inside and eventually create a blockage. This is just like your arteries or anything else. So in that respect, spiritually, our energy you know, energetically, our energy can either be too extreme in one direction, right, based on whatever domain that this particular place it's exiting or a situation is challenging us, 
or it can be inhibited in some way. So let's let's take some examples, and I'm going to post a picture of like a little cheat sheet that I made for my workshop on the show notes to this episode. So you can check the website. I've got a cheat sheet for the domains and obstacles and stuff for this particular uh, episode. But let's say we take something like, you know, your second chakra or second transformation, as I call it. These are basically domains or areas that we are constantly working on. So if you look at the cheat sheet, on the second transformation, I say that the domain of that transformation is your energy. That's the word that I'm choosing to put on there. And why I chose to put that on there is because it it is, you know, in the in the Eastern tradition, that's your sexual chakra. It's the area where you have your your chi, your energy, your creative energy, your, you know, uh, your sexuality, all these types of things. So there's a lot of things that are ruled in that area. And that's another reason, by the way, why I chose to use this structure, because the chakras, although I'm not trying to write a book on the chakras, this is not what it is, they are an intuitive system because they operate on the concept of mind palaces. That's basically a, a, a memory trick that we use to remember a lot of information intuitively. So, for example, a mind palace is when you use a place that you know physically, like your room in your house or, you know, whatever, like a place that you've been to, and you associate to each object in there, uh, like a list or whatever, some things that you need to memorize. So basically it utilizes your spatial, you know, recognition, your, your spatial learning to memorize information very effectively. And there's a lot of people who are professional memorizers that use mind palaces in, in a pretty impressive way. So you don't need to memorize a heck of a lot of stuff, but the point is, is that when you associate these places to a physical point on your body, they allow you to intuitively kind of guide yourself through an experience that's disempowering and see, okay, where, in what area am I losing power here? Because there's seven areas. Sometimes you might, and they all work together too. That's that's one other thing too. You know, let's say I get a, a flat tire, you know, and now I'm angry, you know, I'm, I feel unsafe. That's, you know, losing energy through through that first one about safety and, and control. I'm trying to control the situation because it, I was on my way somewhere else and now I'm pissed off that I can't get there anymore. You know, I also, maybe I'm losing power in my, in my fourth domain, which is about the heart and it, and it rules your sense of generosity. And now you're like, man, now I have to spend all this money. Now I'm in scarcity mode because I don't get paid until two weeks from now. I didn't expect this. You know, so there's a lot of ways that we lose power in a particular situation. So it just, once you identify them, the whole point of this is to train your awareness, you know, to train your awareness because all the things that I'll talk about today, all the, there's a lot of, you know, little details and ideas and things like that, but there are also very simple principles. If you can imagine a pipe that is springing a leak and it's going outward, the natural energetic response to fixing that, repairing it, is to cover it up to to bring it back in. Likewise, when you have something that is blocked up, the natural response is to kind of push it through or release or or basically, you know, go through that area. So energetically speaking, if we were to put a word on that kind of work, inward or outward, if we were to put a word, 
that related to personal growth, to spiritual development, to personal development, all that kind of stuff, on each of those two actions. To put a word on something that closes in is awareness, because your awareness is what distinguishes one thing from another. It separates. That's the whole point of awareness, is that you separate yourself from the experience or from you, you distinguish two things from one another that before, you know, were collapsed. And if we look at the opposite one, which is, okay, how to, you know, connect or, or release or push through or, or, you know, expand, that is vulnerability. So this whole spiritual plumbing idea about working through situations combines awareness and vulnerability. Those are the two main ways that we work in creating balance for ourselves and getting out of a situation that is robbing us of power and and creating the future. You know, awareness is helping you distinguish yourself from the experience and to see what you didn't see. And vulnerability allows you to face the parts of that experience that are uncomfortable and that may be true and that are, you know, basically things that we're avoiding, you know. So I'll get more into that down the road. Today, it's really much more about getting familiar with these seven domains of the seven transformations. And they're all, they're pretty much the same thing. Seven transformations are these seven domains that we are working in. These are places of life where we can lose power just to make you aware of them and and how we can get back to power, which is going to be the next episode next Monday and, and after that. So today I want to introduce you to each of these seven. And what I'm also going to do is talk about what obstacles and limiting beliefs come into play with each of these domains. So like I said, there's a guide for the, you know, thing that I'm talking about today. It's going to be in the show notes. I'll, pl- I'll put a picture on there that I'm going to use for my workshop. So you can feel free to use that and check it out. So the first domain is trust. This is that lowest point. It's centered around the base of your spine. You know, you can think of it that way. It's it's the point of just needing trust and safety and understanding what you can control and what you cannot. So the domain of this area has to deal with your ability to trust situations, to to place faith in yourself, to you know, control what you can and understand what you can't control. Because when we try to control things that we cannot, that's when we start having anxiety, stress, you know, there's there's this preoccupation with other people or with ourselves. When you find yourself in those states, that is when you are losing power in that area. So this is really about mastering when to trust, when to let go, and that kind of thing. You know, and the obstacles in this area, generally speaking, again, appeal to baseline survival, you know, and in in a busy city life, anything that's stress, any kind of change that you didn't expect, that's out of your control, um, emotions of fear, you know, these primal things, generally those are going to trigger a loss of power in that area. And a common underlying limiting belief under all of this is that I am in danger or it is unsafe. And if you think about that, I mean, how many, especially in the city, I mean, how many things have we made to be dangerous that really are not? 
you know, our bodies only know that the primal part of your brain and body only knows, okay, there's a predator there, I'm going to run or whatever. Well, that's useful, but it can't distinguish between, you know, uh, whatever, a, a test giving you a C- minus or a teacher yelling at you and making you feel ashamed of yourself versus an actual predator. You know, one can actually kill you, the other it has very little consequence. You know, it's just social consequence. So we have to be able to use our brain, our higher brains, to distinguish when those situations happen, and that's what this is all about. So trust is the first domain. The second domain is energy, which is your life life force, essentially. I mean, I chose to use, I debated what word to use for this because I'm like, okay, well, it is, you know, it's the sexual center. It's where your your hormones and everything physiologically are built. So that's your, your energy, your life force. It's your sexuality. And a lot of people don't see the connection immediately between sexuality and like creative energy, for example. And if you think about it, you know, that center handles reproduction, which is your, you know, creating, it's the ultimate creative act. But today we are very complicated. We create a lot of things. We don't just create children and offspring. We we create businesses. We create projects. We create all kinds of stuff, art. So that creative energy is going to go somewhere. We are meant to create. Everything in the universe is creating. So your ability to channel your energy towards a healthy passion and to develop healthy connections, both with yourself, you know, your self-love, and with other people, uh, that is what this energy center rules, because your energy is constantly being pulled at from different directions, whether it's, you know, for addictive behaviors, or, you know, being, even being repressed, I mean, that's another, you know, if you think about the pipe and the leak and the blockage example, a lot of times we, we suffer from shame, and from, you know, being repressed with our energy and feelings, or, you know, afraid of sensuality or intimacy. And intimacy, none of this stuff is, has to be sexual in nature. It is your ability to connect and allow that experience in, you know. And when you can create and connect to a passion of yours and channel that energy in a productive way and create something for yourself, that is when this energy center is being imbalanced. That is when the domain of your energy is is working and that pipe is free and clear. So uh, obstacles in this area tend to be things like addiction. You know, we have all addictive behaviors, you know, Facebook or sexual addiction even, or, you know, drugs, all these types of things. You know, when, when we're addicted to those things, really what we crave is connection. That's been the, the number one proof many times so far in the last scientific studies about, about addiction is that really the underlying issue is connection because this also governs feelings of, you know, shame and things like, I am not, a, you know, I am alone, I don't belong. Those are limiting beliefs that you can find that if, if you're experiencing those things, you know, I say limiting belief because they're not true. You know, it's not true that you're alone. It may feel that way. It's not true that you don't belong. You are constantly connected to everyone around you. That is the truth. But we rarely see that because our mind is constantly separating things. And while that's not a bad thing, it also can act up on you and make you feel like you are alone and separate. So manage your energy and balance the ability to trust and control what you can. 
So number three is leadership. That's an area of life where we are more about our identity. You know, this is about your identity in the world. And I use leadership because it is about balancing independence and cooperation, as well as strengthening your body and mind. This is about your yourself, you know, and not in a selfish way, but really it's about strengthening yourself and understanding, you know, what do I need to do to have a strong body, a strong mind, a, a determined will, a you know, show up in society, you know, have an identity, have things that I achieve. I, you know, am balancing on one extreme independence, which is, you know, I don't need anybody, as well as cooperating with others, which is, you know, a teamwork and things like that. That's what leadership is really about. And this domain has to deal with your ability to really create something for yourself. You know, I, I say is the obstacles is dependence, you know, self-doubt. These are the things that make us codependent or, you know, just this feeling of meekness or smallness. You know, so anytime you find yourself like that, this is where you are losing energy or being disempowered. Some limiting beliefs would be that I am not capable or I am weak in some way. You know, and you aren't going to, These. this is the interesting thing. You're not going to like readily be saying that to yourself. Like you're not going to say, I am not capable. You might, you might. But some of these limiting beliefs, they operate in the background. And I'm just giving you a few things. None of this stuff is the absolute truth. This is just designed to jog your creative you know, mind and, and take a look at your own life and and start to dig a little deeper because these limiting beliefs are in the background. They're not in the foreground. Otherwise they'd be obvious, you know. You're not gonna run around telling yourself that you're weak. You may, and that's you know, that's something that you really need to work through. But most of the time there's some other talking, you know, in the foreground which is masking the real conversation going on. So again, train your awareness. Number four is a domain of service in I say service because this one took me a little while to figure out too, but how I wanted to word it. The, the energy center, or the transformation that this is related to is your heart. It's your heart chakra. It's your heart area. And what that means is it's your ability to, to open up yourself to other people and your, you know, your heart is your, your lifeblood. It's your physically, it determines, you know, it represents your, your life force, your movement through the world. It pumps oxygen and it's, you know, keeping you alive. So your actions in the world with other people, with relationships, uh, with doing things for others, those types of things are the domain. You know, it's, I say practice courage and generosity as well as set healthy boundaries. And a lot of these you can see all of them really operate on two extremes or, or two ideals that need to be balanced. On one side with your heart, you know, practice courage, you know, practice generosity, putting yourself out there, being open, that kind of energy. But don't be too open, you know, because what does that lead to? That leads to, you know, feeling of being in debt or in, you know, being subservient to others, being a people pleaser. You know, that's a way that we lose power is by being too open. So the other side of the coin is setting healthy boundaries, you know, allowing yourself to say, you know, okay, I'm going to be assertive about this. I know when to close this off, you know, but again, too much of that, what that, what's that going to do? That's going to be a blockage or a leak in the other side, which is, you know, feeling of scarcity or there's not enough. Like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I need to conserve all the time and being, you know, small with your resources or your unwillingness to help other people because you're afraid of losing something. So 
there, there's a lot of that going on constantly that we need to be attention for. And sometimes you might be too one way or sometimes you might be the other way. The point is to be aware and realize that those extremes, they're not serving you and they don't need to be there either. You know, so one of the limiting beliefs in this area is there is not enough or uh, I'm not worthy even, you know, the sense of subservience being too much of a people pleaser, you know, things like guilt uh, and things like that really are what dominate those disempowering situations in this area. The next one, which is your throat area, you know, again, it's based on the throat chakra, it deals with expression. This one is pretty obvious, you know, your communication in the world, how you express yourself, both writing with your speaking, you know, express authentically and communicate what's inside clearly. That's what this domain is about. And when it's in alignment, we are able to be authentic with our feelings, with other people, and also understand how to be clear and concise. You know, so for example, one of the ways that we, if you think about it, like this is again very intuitive. Here's your throat, right? It determines your speaking and your writing and all this kind of stuff, your expression, right? If energy is too much, again, it's either too much or too little. You can intuitively determine what that looks like. If it's too much, what do you see? You see people who are, you know, all these like political fanatics that are constantly yelling at other people, you know, or they're, they're dogmatic you know, people about certain things there or complainers who are very toxic and they're, they're just leaking energy out of that area that is too much. It's not, it's not packaged. It's not thought out. It's just basically leaking. And if you think about if that pipe up there is blocked up, what does that look like? Well, we all know people who are super shy that, you know, feel like they're not important, that they don't matter, that they are unheard or, you know, in one way or another, and they don't say their mind, they're afraid. That's a limitation in expression. You know, like, for example, with gratitude, I always tell people to be very specific with gratitude. You have to be as specific as possible because it allows you to really get present to what it is. We are often, we shy away from being, you know, specific when we are grateful because, I don't know, we feel awkward, we feel inhibited in some way. Uh, same thing with acknowledging others. You know, it's like, it's such an important thing to acknowledge other people, especially when they do something for you. Being specific really lets them know that you got them because there's this level of niceness that we all operate on. You know, there's this, there's this level of, oh, okay, thank you so much. Like, you know, you just tune that out. That doesn't mean much unless there's a, a eye-to-eye contact or if it's through an email, it's, you know, be specific so that they really see that you put consciousness and effort and energy in that particular response, and that allows you to be authentic. So number six is the mind or the head. It is the domain of thinking and how you balance your mind's ability to focus as well as for it to be open. You know, again, these are two opposites we have to be swinging through. You know, if your mind is too focused or you're too you know, specific, you know, what does that look like? Well, that's being judgmental, being a perfectionist. You know, this is the absolute truth. I am right, that kind of thing. And if it's too open, then you're losing energy that way. You think about what that looks like, that you're distracted. Your consciousness is dissipating in the environment. You're constantly going from one thing to another. You know, so those are things to be aware of, how the energy fluctuates in that part of 
your life in that domain. And moving on to the final one, which is spirituality. You know, in the in the chakra system, this is at the crown of your head. It's the top. Uh, you know, same thing with this. I, I on my domain, it's actually floating above the models. You know, the little graphics head, but it's the realm of your spirituality. And what spirituality means, you know, this is not like uh, I think I had an episode a long time ago about this about transforming this word because it's not some woo woo word. It's not you know something that needs to be very new agey. It's it's really just your ability to integrate to the bigger picture. It's it's the seeing the greater relationship between you and the universe, you and everything else, discovering your unique purpose, seeing how everything is related beyond yourself, you know, and if you think about every spiritual practice, if you take away like the meaning part of it, you know, everybody's different. When you think spirituality, you might think, you know, going to church, you might think, you know, going to a yoga retreat, you know, who knows, it's different for everybody. But Really, spirituality is a practice of connecting to something greater, you know, connecting to the universe, to nature, seeing how things are related, seeing purpose and authorship in the reality around you, not seeing chaos. You know, those elements, those areas of your life are very important because we do operate in all of these domains. We are primitive and primal and worried about survival, and we also operate in things like life purpose and leaving a legacy behind and, you know, being integrated with the universe and feeling, you know, the waves of destiny flowing through your life and that kind of thing. So obstacles in this area tend to be a little more obscure in the sense like cynicism. Cynicism is an obstacle that is basically, if you think about somebody who's cynical, that is like constantly denying possibility or you know, oh, that's that's stupid, or oh, that's not going to work, or, you know, pff, whatever. That's just, it is what it is. You know, there's no other meaning that it could possibly have in the sense of, you know, not seeing the relationship between two things. You know, cynicism is, is a very toxic condition to have because it limits your ability to connect to a higher power, higher purpose. And I'm not telling you what that higher power is, but when you are connected to something greater, there is a benefit in losing yourself in that sense. So the other part of it is complacency. That's that's on the other end, which is, you know, somebody who's complacent, when you when you have become bored with life, when you have lost the impetus to create a future, when you just don't care, that kind of thing, you know, those things have cut off your connection to the spiritual realm or the the domain of spirituality of of finding your purpose of being connected to something very fulfilling and rich and that is very important because those limiting beliefs will will tell you that you are separate which is not true that you have no purpose this is also not true everybody has a purpose that they can discover and create for themselves constantly you know so that is also one way that we lose energy so you can see the main points here this is a lot of information again the I'm going to post my cheat sheet on my show notes. There's a lot of information here. You can see that there's a lot of ways that we can lose power. And my goal with this system to create for people is to start building your awareness of just... So today, you know, it's this is not going to be the last episode. It's just start building your awareness of where you may be experiencing 
experiencing the, the losses of power in your life. So, you know, let's say you have a situation and it's bugging you. Well, what happened? What area of life is it? And you can use this cheat sheet and start start to, there's many parts to this to help you really zone in on the problem. But you can even just look at maybe what is the limiting belief that is cutting you off in that situation? You know, is it that you're weak or you're not capable? Is it that you are ultimately afraid of being alone or that you don't belong? Is it that you are right? You know, our mind makes a judgment on things and, oh yeah, I'm right about this. That's not necessarily true either. There's always many aspects to the truth. So, you know, start to use this as a guide and see see what it does. You know, I'm curious. Uh, this is something new that I'm putting together. Like I said, next Monday, I'll be, uh, in the following Monday after that, I'll, I'll plan to put a little more in this. You know, another thing too that relates to this, which is very important, is that there is one of these domains that you will notice is a pattern in your life. This, in the book that I'm writing, I'm going to call it the karmic transformation. So out of all the seven transformations that we're constantly working on and, and, you know, losing power and gaining power back again, all that stuff, there is one karmic transformation. And I call it karmic because it is the one that just keeps appearing. It is the one that you've been given to work on in this life. Everybody has a particular direction and path that they are on when they are born and the experiences they go through life. And if you look, if you look good enough, you'll see that there is one type of situation in a particular domain that tends to show up. In all the situations you have, they can all be boiled down to one general domain. And this to me is very powerful because I've seen it in everybody. I've seen it in myself. And what that allows you to do is to create for yourself a not only a a way that you can kind of evaluate situations say oh it's just that again it is also down the road which I'll like I said I'll explain in some future episode it is your way of discovering your gift and a way of actualizing your purpose of seeing what you're here to do and contribute to others because they say our wounds are our greatest gifts so Let's say your domain that you get challenged in all the time is trust. You know, there's another episode where I'm going to talk about the seven spaces. You know, they each have a different space that they transform into. But trust, when you transform that domain, it turns into peace. You know, that's what the seven transformations are. There's seven of them for each domain. And when you transform the area of trust and you, you have it in balance, it turns into peace. You know, there's peace, creativity, confidence, heart, voice, vision, and purpose. Those are the seven transformations. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm always posting some motivational, you know, for each one of those transformations, like every now and then. So basically for trust, it would be peace. You know, you are you have the experience of peace. That is, I give empowerment seven flavors through this system. And the first flavor is peace. There is definitely power in letting go of something and being at peace and having that experience. And that is the most primal thing that we can feel, uh, you know, is, is that peace, is that being at peace, truly being at peace 
not being comfortable, but being at peace and understanding what we can control and what we cannot. That is freedom. You know, so take a look at these and see which one happens to apply to the general patterns of your life. I'm really curious. You can let me know. I'm around here. Send me an email. I don't see any comments or anything like that through the stats that I have, so it's difficult for me to monitor those things. But if you reach out to me through my website, I can definitely get back to you as soon as possible. So hope you enjoyed this episode. A little bit longer, a lot of information. Check the show notes if you want the cheat sheet. You know, check it out and see, you know, what you think. And next Monday, I'll continue this and we'll try to continue it for the next two weeks or so. I don't know how long it'll be. But my goal is to really introduce you to this spiritual plumbing system and give you at least a tool that you can evaluate situations, relationships, things in your life, and become aware of when you lose power. It's not about preventing it. You're always going to lose power. But staying there is the problem. You don't want to stay in a disempowered state too long because then it cuts you off from your future and you are cut off from action and it just gets worse and worse. It's a downward spiral that we are prone to having. So check it out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much again for your support. This has been such an amazing ride to bring this podcast to where it is now and really in the future too. I'm so excited. There's so many things I want to do with it. Uh, I'm going to be actually starting another show. I just remembered this. My buddy and I used to have a podcast last year that we, this is before I knew anything about podcasting and we were just on like Facebook and YouTube. Now I know how to podcast and all this stuff. So we are going to be starting a show. It's going to call, be called Impact of Perspective. So now I'm committed to it because I announced it. So I'm looking to start this show, I don't know, in the next couple of weeks. It is my buddy and I, Elijah, and we are, we have a great back and forth. It's really a lot of fun. We talk about any kind of perspective and we just, we shoot it back and forth. Really interesting stuff. Anything from time to consciousness to, you know, whatever. We don't talk politics. We don't talk anything like that. It's just really interesting conversations. Him and I were inspired to start a podcast last year because we just have all kinds of crazy combos all the time. I'm like, dude, we need to, we need to do something. So I'm um, looking forward to doing that. I'm going to be adding that maybe in another couple weeks or so. So check it out. See what you think. I'll definitely obviously announce it here when it's going live. So it's, it's definitely not live yet. But thank you again so much for your support. And I hope you have an awesome week ahead of power and empowerment and keeping those pipes clear. So thank you for listening and we'll see you on Friday. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For more episodes like these, subscribe or stay connected at the 7transformationscom